0: Welcome back to the Chai learning program. You are listening to Sefer Shoftim Parake with Yoshua Eisenberg, and the fifth parak of Shoftim happens to also be known as the famous Shiras Devora, the song which Devora sang in response to Klisrael's victory over the army of Sisra. And we're actually going to enter some dangerous territory right now, revolving around the other heroine of the story, Ya'el Eishas Chaver Hakini, who, in a single line in Shiras Devora, is lauded with one of the greatest praises that a woman can receive as Devorah describes in Pasuk Chav Dalid, that Yael is Tevorach minoshim, she is praised, minoshim sheba Ohel; she is the praised of the women of the tents, perhaps even greater than the women of the tents. And the Gemara in Nazir and Chavkema Bez, and Horio, Staf Yudah asks the question, man ninhu nashim Ohel? who are these women of the tents? And the Gemara answers that they are none other than Sarah, Rivka, Rachel, V'leya, they are the Imahos. And the question is, how was Ya'el Zoha to such praise? How could she even, even be described as being on a similar caliber to the Imahos? And the answer is really, really shocking. Because the women of the tents, we know that the tents was where the Imahos made the homes of the Avos and were intimate with the Avos. And yet, as my brother of Daniel pointed out in the previous year, that the tent was also the location where Yael ended up putting Sisera to death. In a very, we'll call it, controversial way. Although it is not explicit in the text of Shoftim, there are perhaps allusions to it in Shiras Devora, but Chazal derived from the Navi that before putting Sisra to sleep, getting Sisra's guard down and making him weak, Ya'el actually engaged in an act of intimacy with Sisra, and this was instrumental in her elimination of Sisra. Now, although we know that Averos in the area of marital relations are considered to be of at least an offshoot, if not the one of the three capital crimes of the Torah, and yet the Gemara describes this act as an Avera L'Shema, an Avera that was done L'Shem Shemayim. And says Rav Nachman Bar Yitzchak, Gedola avera lishma Mi Mitzvah greater is an aver that is done for the sake of heaven for the sake of hashem than a mitzvah that is not done for the sake of hashem it's not done for the sake of heaven now the gemara immediately questions this possibility this notion didn't Rav Yehuda say in the name of Rav, Don't we say that a person should engage in Torah and mitzvahs, even if not for the sake of heaven, because eventually he'll come to do it for the sake of heaven? And the Gemara says, you know what, you're right, we must amend the statement. So rather, that it's an avera l'shema, an avera done purely l'shem shemayim, is just as great, maybe not greater, but just as great, as an aver, as a mitzvah that's done, Shalolishma. Now the question is, what in the world are we supposed to do with this statement? The import of this Gemara is incredible. Is this something that we can learn from? Is there a way to emulate the actions of Ya'el, to engage in an Avera lishma? And the answer in a practical sense, I would say, is mostly no. Um, Again, this is not something that we try at home. We're perhaps not really sure what it even means to do an Avera that's purely lishem Shemarim, to put things into perspective, the netziv in his Davar explains regarding the act of Yaakov Avinu, um, being dishonest with his father, stealing the brachos from Yitzchak and from his brother Esav. The netziv explains that Yaakov was subject to some degree of punishment for the marginal benefits that he derived from doing that Avera he was culpable to receive punishment. And what this tells us, and if you could imagine, Yaakov who didn't even want to go through with with being dishonest, and he went through with it, and again, derived some marginal benefit, how can we make our intentions so pure? You might have rationalizations for why doing an Avera would be okay, but that's not called an Avera L'Shem Shemayim. Perhaps a good indicator, if an Avera is being done purely L'Shem Shemayim, is if You really want to do the Avera or if you don't want to do the Avera, because if you don't want to do the Avera and for some reason you feel forced to do it, maybe we're entering the territory of Avera L'shem shemaim. but that is a territory that we really try to avoid by all costs. For ourselves, I would say the takeaway is, you know what, let's see what it would take to take our mitzvos, the good things that we do, let's try to direct those L'shem shemaim. I would say that that is perhaps a fair Hasaga, a fair reach that we can accomplish. In the meantime, we should continue to engage in Torah Mitzvah with Shalalishma because eventually we will come to do Lishim and we should be Zoko to do so. We'll see you back here at Shoften Parag Vav.